If you have been paying attention to politics in this country and in this province, you know that Doug Ford's relationship with both the federal government and the civic government is not exactly warm and cuddly. When asked about that by our Queen's Park Bureau Chief Travis Danraj about what happens what happens if you don't get the money from the other levels of government? Here was Ford's response. Guys, let's be positive. This is the largest project, $28.5 billion. You should be doing cartwheels all the way down this track here. Cartwheels. I don't know if that is going to pay for transit. Ben Spur is the Toronto Star's transportation reporter. He was at the event. Ben, welcome to the program. Thanks for having me. I heard you ask a question specifically about the Scarborough uh, LRT and when it is supposed to be phased out of service and then when any extension will come in. And, and tell me about that and what the Premier's response was. Yeah, so I mean, the kind of uh, the clock is ticking, right, for, for Scarborough Transit users. The SRT that exists right now is supposed to reach the end of its service life by about 2026 and the TTC is doing everything they can to make it last that long. Um, under the current plan that the city had planned to build a one-stop Scarborough extension and, and hope to open it around 2026 when the SRT would be dis- decommissioned so that um, transit users wouldn't be uh, stuck uh, taking the bus. Um, but uh, under this new provincial plan announced today, they say they're going to build a three-stop extension, which is, of course, going to be more complicated, and they're planning to open that by sometime before 2030. So what I asked the Premier was what's going to happen in those intervening years um, for Scarborough Transit users, will they be stuck on the bus? And uh, the mayor's, uh, sorry, the, the premier's answer was basically, we're going to try to build that subway as soon as we can. But he, he, I think it's fair to say he didn't guarantee that Scarborough Transit users won't be left taking the bus for, for quite a few years. For a, a number of years. And that is one of the outstanding questions. The other, which we will get some more information, I believe 145 this afternoon, the mayor is expected to talk. Is that correct, Ben? Yeah, that's right. He's expected to respond to these uh, to this announcement today. He was kept in the in the dark. I think it's fair to say until uh, pretty late yesterday on on the details of the province's plan. So this is the first time we're going to um, hear him re- react uh, fully to what the um, province is intending. Yeah, and the premier was asked specifically about that uh, and why the mayor was not there. He said that he did have a conversation with the mayor last night and that he's super excited. I I just let's move up uh, like 10,000 feet on this, Ben. How much is this contingent on other levels of government coming forward? Well, I mean, yeah, it'd be, it'd be pretty tough, you think, for the province to just uh, build anything in Toronto without some kind of cooperation um, from either the city government or the TTC. I mean, the Scarborough subway extension is, is you know, connected to the TTC. The Yon subway extension to Richmond Hill that they want to build is also connected to the TTC. So there's got to be some cooperation, I think. Um, however, what the Premier did say is that uh, if the um, other levels of government, if the city and the feds don't come up with uh, enough money to to uh, pay for this plan, then the province intends to try to go ahead and pay for it itself. Um, but uh, it's difficult to see how there wouldn't be you wouldn't require some buy-in from uh, from the other levels of government. On the line right now is Ben Spur, who is the Toronto Star's transportation reporter. And coming up later on in the program at twelve forty-five, I will be joined live by the Minister of Transportation, Jeff Yurick, to talk further about the details of the plan and what we know and what we don't know. The big concern on the civic government, on the on the part of Toronto, would be that that this plan is essentially a tearing up of the plans that we have. It's more expensive, and there will be more delays. It, are those 
concerns justified, Ben? I think um, I try not to editorialize here, but I think they are because I, I like on the Scarborough subway extension. So um, on the one hand, you have uh, you know the city's project was going to be done by 2026. Now the the province's larger version of the project is going to be done later, so that it looks like that's going to be delayed. Um, the city had hoped to open the relief line subway by 2029. And the province is saying that uh, they're going to double the size of the line and open it two years earlier. And and, and uh, they say there's a bunch of reasons why they say they think they can do that. But, um, you know, I just think yeah, anytime that politicians come forward and say we're going to deliver massive transit projects that are going to deliver huge benefit and we're going to do it cheaply and very quickly, um, you know, I think there's there's reason for skepticism there. The, the the city and the TDC have been planning their version of the relief line for a couple of years. They've invested millions of dollars in the planning. Um, they were supposed to start work on the, sh- the shaft to, to uh, lower tunnel boring machines into the ground by the end of next year. Um, you know, it's really difficult to see, no matter what kind of technology or procurement process the province uses, that they could start things that quickly. And by comparison, I mean, they say construction on this relief line, uh, I'm sorry, on the new Ontario line, would take a about five years. Um, the Eglinton Crosstown, which is being built uh, in Toronto right now, it's similar in a lot of ways. It's, it's a lighter technology than a subway. It's above ground for large parts of it. It was procured using this P3 model that the province wants to pursue. That construction on that line is taking 10 years. So, so how yeah. they can reduce that to five years? And, and it's, a, it, it's a dystopian landscape as well. I, 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 li- I work up in Don Mills and I have to cross that section of, of Eglinton and it, it's just, it's nightmarish and it seems to be without end. Ben, we're almost out of time. I know you can't editorialize. You're uh, a very strict and ethical journalist, but looking at this uh, announcement today, do you concur with the Premier that you should be doing cartwheels? I, I think, as I say, there's a lot of, I think there's a lot of reason for skepticism, um, the, the, ti- the timelines that they put forward here. Um, skipping? Would you skip? Would, would you skip to my loo, if not a cartwheel? What would you do I here? Usually, I don't do much skipping, no uh, skipping. anyways. <laughs> but uh, no, this is not, uh, I think if you talk to transit experts, they will raise some red flags over this and not, not quite be jumping for joy. Ben Spur, transportation reporter for the Toronto Star. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for having me.